This is another episode of Corner Conversations, and uh, this one is our Q service questions. And this was a service we did in February, opportunity for people from our community to share um, just some stuff that they're experiencing, gone through, life experience, and uh, ask a question that was relevant to that experience and, and challenge people to dive into um, how those things are real to them. And so this one is uh, by somebody in our community, uh, Rick. Rick is a... Uh, just a solid part of our community. Him and his wife, uh, Kathy, they serve community well. They they host people. They are constantly helping, listening. They just are incredible, incredible people. And one of the beautiful things of this narrative is that it's so easy without knowing somebody to assume that everything has always been perfect. Hmm. And uh, Rick is real and raw, and the challenge is... For me, man, for me in this and hearing Rick in his conversation is to uh, be challenged to be vulnerable and real and then grow from it. Yeah, I think we can talk a little bit longer because Rick went a little bit over. (laughs) (laughs) So we can balance out. But I think for me, and I just feel like it's worth adding and it's relevant, is that uh, Rick is one of the dads of Corner. Yep. Like he is a father figure in a lot of people's lives at Corner. And yep. so to hear his life experience and his complexity with being a father, uh, it was amazing. Yep. You might listen to this and you think that, uh, is there something wrong with the audio because there are some long pauses? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's Rick processing this in front of uh, a large group of people. And uh, it's a, it was intense. Yeah, and we should also say that if you want to see video versions of these, they're all on our Facebook, our YouTube, and our Instagram. Uh, this one's worth watching because you can see those moments of processing. So yeah. we'll let Rick take it from you. <laughs> Thank you for your problems, Rick. <laughs> uh, so I, I, was, I was struck by something that Michelle said that's going to um, probably resonate in this story as well, and that's that you... She felt like it might not be possible to have community without vulnerability. And, um, you know, I I, I agree with that. And I think this story, um, uh, you'll see some of that in here. Um, This is a story of Chris and I. Chris is also uh, at Corner Church in North Loop. And confronting a very painful and destructive presence in our lives. And I think it's why Scott and the rest of the team uh, asked me to, to speak was because of estrangement, the word or the presence of estrangement. And what makes this story unique is that we were both approaching it, Chris, Chris and I, from the opposite ends of the spectrum. And I think you'll see that a little bit in, this, in the story. You see, Chris, he could have been one of... I practice this a lot, and I never, I never cried while I was saying it to myself. Um, so I'm not going to. I'm going to overcome that. He could have been one of my sons. Uh, Chris's father left his family. After having an affair and cheating on his wife and on his kids. Much the same way that I cheated on my wife and my kids. 
So let's take in the scene. One Sunday morning at Corner Church, Chris is at one end of a small table. I'm at the other. You know, you know the scene. We didn't get the, we, oh, we got it. Cool. Okay. And um, in between us, they're not here. I'm sorry they're not here because I was going to crack a joke about him. Um, Steve and Deb are in, in between Chris and I at the table and my wife, Kathy. And um, you know how that looks and how that feels sitting at the table discussing and kind of doing our corner church community together. Now, Chris and I have known each other for a few years. We exchanged niceties and greetings, pleasantries before church. And we were always friendly and interacted, interacted well, played well together. And here we're sitting and we're about to answer this question posed by our pastor. What's it going to take to resolve or break the estrangement in your life? I don't know what any of the rest of you think about that question, but what I think about that question, <laughs> no matter how long I've been dealing with it, that's a hard question. You'll see why more, you probably already can tell. Um, sorry. We had no idea that we were coming at the power of estrangement from, like I said, the opposite ends. So when Chris spoke up in his vulnerable, soft-spoken voice and said, he would need his mother and father to meet together with a mediator before he would have any individual communication with his dad at all anymore. Without that, he was not interested in further communication because he did not want to be hurt anymore. I sat back. I'm you know, I, as you can tell, I'm the father. Steve and Deb, bless their hearts, and this is Steve's joke, he's, he's going to miss this. They've been faithfully married for what, like 75 years, you know? Um, they're sitting there going, we don't get this, you know? We, and Kathy's processing it, and then she's, I'm sure she looks over at me and goes, oh, what's Rick going to say? After having been, you know, not communicating with his kids for 10 years. As I sat back, I went from relaxed, comfortable, wise and thoughtful Rick at the table who can talk about anything, <laughs> to the inquisitor. I mean, I literally, I went to the inquisitor uh, because I was amazed that I was sitting at this table with a son who might be able to help me understand what I'm missing when it comes to addressing estrangement in my family. Although I doubted it, and I assume Chris was wrong, <laughs> then I did. You know how sometimes at your table, you get with that person who dominates the conversation, who 
just doesn't take a breath and just keeps talking. It, it, hap it doesn't happen a lot. They mean well, but it, you know, it, it does happen. I don't think that's me normally, but I was, I took over that conversation at that table. I saw this is an opportunity, I'm taking it over, and I went ahead and I just asked a series of questions. Of why questions? Because I was so floored by the statement that Chris had made, and I was sure that it didn't make sense. I don't think anyone felt pressured or attacked as we were discussing. And just like here, just like then, time, time is really short at church. Time is really short to, to build community in that little, that little interaction. All of us at the table could sense something was happening. There was some sort of breakthrough going on. So Chris and I agreed, let's get back together and let's have coffee. Let's, let's do what we say we do. Um, and we agreed that I would email him right away that week, so we could. Next Sunday came around. <laughs> we were doing our pleasantries again in church. And Chris walks up to Rick and says, hey, Rick, did you send me an email? <laughs> Kathy looks over at Rick and goes, no way, Rick, you didn't, you didn't. You did not send him an email. And I went, Mr. You know, proactive, always there doing stuff. Ah, uh, no, I didn't, Chris. Um, I will right away. <laughs> did the next time. Um, that week, Chris and I sat down after that next week, and we fleshed out parts of our experience with estrangement and why we held the perspectives we had. Chris could see and hear a father's brokenness remorse and regret. I could see a son's anger, fear, and vulnerability. We prayed together, and we agreed to keep in contact. Chris is still here. And we, conf and we confronted this power that way. And we waited on God to answer our prayer. Shortly thereafter, Chris's dad called Chris, and they had a breakthrough conversation. I don't know how big a breakthrough it was. We haven't really talked about it. But I know he had a breakthrough conversation, and he mentioned it a couple times. My son, my oldest son, Stephen has been texting me every week since the beginning of the year. And we had no communication. And I don't mean no, no, no communication. I mean no communication. Chris's vulnerability and my brokenness 
prepared the way, opened the door for the son of brokenness and the father of vulnerability to come in and express and expose estrangement and continue the healing process through our interactions here at Corner Church. I hope this goes together. The question, if it doesn't, just make something up, have fun. <laughs> but what do you do when you discover you are wrong? That's it. Have fun with it.